Hi everyone, today we're in the uh, UCL main quad with Guan. Hi Guan. Hi. Um, so would you like to tell us about your dissertation? Yeah, sure. So um, my dissertation is on sustainable cities and the metabolic rift. So um, the metabolic rift, to give an idea, is um, what Marx described as an uh, irreparable rift between man and nature from um, due to capitalist modes of production. And he basically studied this in the agriculture industry. And I'm not going to go into it because it's really long. But... Um, Basically, he discusses the problems that arise with it and how people are becoming unecological. And to extract this idea to sustainable cities, um, there is the whole the whole discussion of um, you know ecological sustainability. But on top of that, within sustainable cities, we also talk about social sustainability, um, social economic sustainability. So um, the whole idea of sustainable cities is to create a city that is both ecological and um, equal, equal for all um, and yeah so basically I just investigate whether this actually occurs in sustainable cities or whether or not um, it's the whole discourse narrative of it is affecting and widening the metabolic rift. And so what's your main finding or main argument? Um, so my main argument is that well, I propose that the narrative of sustainable cities is really techno uh, technological driven. And um, I talk a bit about how there's a reliance on technology and innovation um, within sustainable cities. And that really creates this whole, you know, human exceptionalist paradigm where um, people believe that with innovation, we can find a way into um, sustainability uh, but well based on my own findings I realized that that's not actually the case because um, while definitely it helps with um, ecological sustainability there's a lot of different or new problems created in the fact that you know um, there are political agendas being masked by the actors um, the political actors and on top of that, um, this whole focus on technology also diverts attention away from the whole, um, the main issue of like uh, the metabolic rift, which is the whole unecological consumption patterns. And so how did you go about researching uh, all this? Um, so obviously doing a lot of reading. Yeah. <laughs> but you were saying that you looked at Singapore especially? Uh, yeah, so um, I did a lot of uh, like readings, literature around it, and I used a lot of like reports just to understand a bit of like where this whole narrative is coming from. So you know, a lot of global reports, United Nations, all that, and specifically for Singapore, um, I looked at like her green plan, and also conducted a survey. So I kind of look at the discrepancies between what the green plan is proposing which is very um, um, like technological and you know whole innovation related uh, take on sustainability and compared it to like the individual behavior and perceptions of uh, people living in Singapore um, 
I measured their whole connectivity with nature, connecting us to nature, um, and you know what they think about like uh, Singapore's development and whether or not Singapore's actually going into a whole city and nature kind of um, approach, or whether it's more like oh we're a smart city kind of approach, and also um, a bit of their behavior and. The whole like the whole process just made me realize that there's a very big discrepancy between what Singapore is presenting as a sustainable city and what people actually feel about um, sustainability and how they present it in their actions. Mm-hmm. And so, what would you say would be um, the best way to go about making our our cities more sustainable? Then, um, I would say that we really have to um, track ourselves away from technology and um, believing that you know innovation is the whole way into mm-hmm. sustainability um, and we kind of have to relook at our economic system because um, one of the findings that I found when I was doing the survey was that a lot of people's motivations are convenience and price and when it comes to more like conscious ecological behavior, right? Um, people don't actually engage in it, or they're not willing to. So, um, you, if there is a way to put a value or worth on nature, and price it into the economic system, that would make things a lot better. Especially if we want to continue living under this whole capitalist economic system. Um, and there, there isn't anything wrong with innovation or technology, but it shouldn't be like the main um, driving force for sustainable cities, but instead it should be used in support with individual um, consumption kind of like change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my final question would be, um, do you think that um, policymakers and governments are aware of what you've been saying, or are they more f- still focused on the whole technology aspect of sustainability? Hmm. I think that's a bit complicated to discuss because for policymakers and a lot of um, like state in their approach, they do have to consider things beyond just um, ecological sustainability. They also have to consider um, economic growth, which is a very big priority. And the whole idea of technology allows them to reconcile these two ideas. Um, you can, it allows for both growth and um, like ecological sustainability. And while they may or may not be aware of all these issues, they might choose to ignore it because they have to focus on something and for them the main purpose their whole purpose is really to ensure that you know there is continued growth in these areas so it's not really about whether or not they're aware of it but more of like where their priorities lay and um, unless there's a huge change and overhaul of the system this is always going to happen with when you put like, when you allow like these policymakers to continue with this discussion narrative. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, have a lovely day, everyone.